And a very happy Thursday afternoon to you. Dan Pazzini reporting for New Media Broadcasters, Montana at Noon. To start this Thursday edition of Montana at Noon, let's take a look at our Weather Command forecast for our area. Rest of today is going to be sunny, with highs 75 to 80 and southwest winds 5 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight, clear, lows 40 to 45, southeast winds 5 to 15 miles per hour. Friday is going to be sunny, with highs around 80 degrees and south winds up to 10 miles per hour shifting to the west in the afternoon. Friday night, clear, lows around 45, northwest winds up to 10 miles per hour. Saturday is going to be sunny, with highs 75 to 80, and northwest winds 5 to 15 miles per hour, shifting to the south, 5 to 10 mile per hour winds in the afternoon. Meanwhile, Saturday night through Sunday night is going to be mostly clear, with lows 40 to 50, and highs 75 to 80. Monday is going to be mostly cloudy, with highs 80 to 85 degrees. Monday night, mostly cloudy, Lows 45 to 50. Tuesday is going to be mostly cloudy with highs 70 to 75. Tuesday night, mostly cloudy with a 20% chance of rain showers. Lows around 45. And finally, Wednesday is going to be partly cloudy with a 20% chance of rain showers with highs around 75 degrees. First in local news, two men convicted of multiple felonies for their roles in a Hill County burglary ring have been sentenced in Hill County District Court. Jalen J. Crazy Boy, who admitted to being the leader of the ring that stole property from E1 Towing and John Deere in 2019, was given three concurrent sentences of 10 years in the Department of Corrections, with five of those suspended after pleading guilty to three felonies. Crazy Boy faces an arraignment this coming Monday in a separate case, which includes 11 charges of felony criminal endangerment for his alleged role in a high-speed pursuit last month that ended shortly after a vehicle struck a tree in Haver. Fabian Sadler Jr., who was given two concurrent sentences of 10 years in the Department of Corrections, with five of those suspended after pleading guilty to two felonies. Crazy Boy and Sadler were also ordered to jointly pay over $18,000 in restitution. The Hill County Health Department reported four new COVID-19 cases on Wednesday. The two cases are, a male in his teens and a male in his 40s were found through contact tracing. The other two cases, a female in her 60s and a female in her 80s, currently have unknown exposures. Public health investigation and contact tracing are ongoing. Hill County has now reported 104 total COVID-19 cases. 33 are active, including four hospitalizations. 65 people have recovered, and two have died. The Hill County Council met Tuesday evening for their regularly scheduled meeting and approved a series of agenda items. The council approved a request by the atrium for a closure of 2nd Street from 3rd Avenue from 1st Street to 2nd Street on Friday, September 18th, from 6.15 p.m. to around 10 p.m. In conjunction with the downtown celebration, the council also approved the Sax Cadillac Band's request to hold a street dance. This event has filed paperwork with the Hill County Health Department in order to reduce the risk of COVID-19 transmission at the event. They plan on having volunteers present to enforce social distancing. The council also approved a request from the Haver Chamber of Commerce to close 3rd Avenue from 1st to 4th Street on Saturday, September 19th from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. for a Vendor Days event on the condition that they file paperwork with the Health Department. Congressman Greg Gianforte held a roundtable conversation on Wednesday morning at Fresno Reservoir with members of the Milk River Joint Board of Control to discuss the latest when it comes to the St. Mary Diversion System. Montana's congressional delegation is attempting to pass legislation that would flip the cost-sharing agreement on the project so that the federal government would pay 75% of costs, while irrigation stakeholders would pay 25%. Senator Lisa Murkowski has been holding up the legislation in the Natural Resources Committee, but Gianforte says he will try to continue to try to push through this bill. I've been encouraged by the discussions, bipartisan discussions we've been having in the House. Uh, I think we'll be able to get this bill moved along, uh, but we're going to need some help in the Senate and counting on Senator Tester and Senator Daines for getting it done over there. Although Gene Forte admits it will be difficult passing this legislation before the upcoming election, he said he's hopeful it could be attached to an appropriations bill during the lame duck session. 
The Haver City Council met Wednesday night and approved a series of budget items by unanimous vote. Four annual resolutions levying and assessing taxes were approved. These are for maintaining streets and streetlights and for defraying the costs of the Bullhook Maintenance Project and solid waste services. Taxpayers will see a total increase of less than 50 cents from the previous fiscal year. Also adopted was a final budget for the 2021 fiscal year, which runs from July 1, 2020 to June 30, 2021. The budget is similar to the previous fiscal year, but with slightly higher property taxes. Homeowners will see a $6.50 increase in property taxes for a home valued at $100,000. And turning our attention to state news, a tribal college in southern Montana is waiving tuition and fees for the fall semester in an effort to ease the hardships created by COVID-19. Little Bighorn College on the Crow Indian Reservation announced the waiver last month. Course registration closes in mid-September. The college plans to offer a mix of online-only and hybrid courses to limit the number of students on campus. Bighorn County has been hit hard by COVID-19, with 735 cases and 16 deaths. College President David Yarlot says, the college is using federal coronavirus relief funding to offset the loss of tuition. A Montana mayor has resigned his post following allegations he mistreated staff members and interfered with the city administration. Bozeman Mayor Chris Mell announced his resignation effective Wednesday. City commissioners condemned Mell for behavior outlined in public documents alleging he bullied and harassed employees and interfered in the city's daily business. Mel became mayor in January after two years as deputy mayor. Mel has released a statement saying, in part, that he was working to be a proactive and prepared representative, but other commissioners did not see the situation in the same way. Employees at a museum in Montana have said several tribal and historical artifacts were spared from a fire at a cultural center for the Confederated Salish and Kootenai tribes. Authorities say a suspected arsonist died in the fire. The AP reported that firefighters found the body of 33-year-old Julian Michael Draper in a back office at the People's Center on Sunday. The fire ravaged through the center Sunday, but never touched the museum wing of the quarter-century-old building in Pablo. Center Director Maria Tarosian said Tuesday that everything in the museum was spared and removed Monday. The cost of the damage has not been determined. North Dakota's voters in November will be asked whether the legislature should have the power to review and approve citizen-initiated constitutional amendments. An opposition group says it will effectively give lawmakers veto power over what citizens want. The Republican-led legislature last year referred the constitutional amendment to the ballot. Supporters say the move was inspired by successful ballot measures funded by out-of-state interests. The group Protect ND gathered at the state capitol on Wednesday as part of a campaign to defeat the measure. They say it usurps the will of the people and undermines the idea of direct democracy. A Florida man has pleaded guilty to a federal drug trafficking charge filed after he was stopped for speeding in South Central Montana and officers found 78 pounds of methamphetamine in a rented minivan. Nichols James Imhoff of Cape Coral, Florida faces a mandatory minimum sentence of 10 years in prison for possession with intent to distribute meth. A sentencing date has not been set. Imhoff was arrested in February after he was stopped by a Montana Highway Patrol trooper. The trooper's canine alerted to the drugs in the vehicle and officers seized the equivalent of more than 280,000 doses of meth. Wildfires are raging unchecked across parts of western United States as winds sweep the region. More than 14,000 firefighters are on the lines California's fires from the Sierra Nevada to San Francisco Bay region and south of San Diego County. In Washington, more acres burn in a single day than firefighters usually see all year. Fires also have forced people to flee Oregon and Idaho. A temperature plunge helps slow wildfires in the Rocky Mountains. The National Weather Service says critical fire weather conditions are continuing Wednesday, but winds will diminish by Thursday. Vice President Mike Pence will host a rally for Montana Republican candidates in the Bozeman area next week, following a fundraiser for President Donald Trump's campaign. 
Pence is hosting a rally September 14th in support of U.S. Senator Steve Daines, gubernatorial candidate U.S. Representative Greg Gianforte, and State Auditor Matt Rosendale, who is running for Montana's lone U.S. House seat. The rally near Belgrade in support of the candidates will be open to the public, but the number of people permitted to attend is restricted due to COVID-19 guidelines. Police say a bicyclist struck by a car in Grand Forks last week has died. Authorities say 31-year-old Brandon Enderley was riding a bike September 2nd when he tried to cross the street and was struck by the vehicle. He was taken to Altru Hospital in Grand Forks, where he died Wednesday. Investigators are still reviewing the case. No charges have been filed against the driver who struck Enderley. North Dakota health officials are reporting 330 new positive COVID-19 cases and three more deaths. The number of new positive cases reported Thursday included 62 in Burley County and 34 in neighboring Morton County. The cases reported Thursday raised the statewide total since the pandemic reached North Dakota in mid-March to 14,443. North Dakota's death toll from the coronavirus is 160 as of Thursday. The victims were two men in their 80s from Burley County and a woman in her 90s from Dunn County. And now let's take a look at the wheat prices for our area. First in Hill County, a bushel of winter wheat is at $4.34, with spring wheat coming in at $4.75. In Blaine County, a bushel of winter wheat is at $4.24, with spring wheat at $4.70. In Liberty County, a bushel of winter wheat is at $4.39, with spring wheat slated at $4.75. Down Highway 87 in Shoto County, a bushel of winter wheat is at $4.34, with spring wheat coming in at $4.75. And finally in Phillips County, a bushel of winter wheat is at $4.19, with spring wheat slated at $4.66. And that will do it for the Thursday edition of Montana at Noon. Remember, seven days a week we are your primary news source, KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Reporting for New Media Broadcasters, I'm Dan Pazzini. And have a great rest of your Thursday afternoon.